Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about trusting your inner voice. I'm delighted to welcome special guest, Anna Paravivas. Anna is the author of I Trust My Inner Voice. And you can reach Anna, learn more about her book, and register for her pre-launch event at her website. And I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Anna. I'm so glad that you could join with me today. Thank you so much, Linda. Happy to be here. I am delighted. And we're talking today about our inner voice. So can you explain to our listeners and our viewers, what do you mean by an inner voice? And why does it matter? How does it help me if I listen to it? Sure. So inner voice, some people call it like a nudge, uh, a gut feeling. Uh, like I feel something in my heart that tells me to move or to do something. And uh, or sometimes we feel like a butterfly in our stomach because we want to do something that's our inner voice. And actually that voice, that's how I call it, it comes from divine spirit. You can, you can call it infinity intelligence, the source or universe or God. But that is God or the universe telling us our steps, the things that we have to do to follow our goals and our dreams. And you know, anytime that we don't follow, or at least for me, when I don't follow the inner voice, I make mistakes. So the book is about strengthening that, like how you really trust your inner voice, because a lot of people don't. And the book teaches how to trust it. That is wonderful. And you know, and I love that you mentioned there are all these different names that we can give the same thing. And I've heard people call it their gut instinct. And I've had business um, consultants say, you know, when they interview business people and say what worked and what didn't, it always comes back to whether or not I listened to that gut feeling, to that inner voice. And I love that you bring a spiritual element and say, it really is divine. So how do we, if, if I'm not used to listening to it, maybe I don't even recognize, do I have an inner voice or is that only for special people like Anna? I mean, how do I, how do I know that that's what I'm listening to and not just that I'm talking in my head? So that's what the book about is basically recognizing that. And at the, in the end is how you feel. If you feel anxious or under stress or it is because it's not your inner voice that is probably coming from your ego or from fear. But if you feel relaxed, it is because your inner voice. So the book teaches three steps on how you can start recognizing that inner voice and start really pay attention and listening to it. And the trip steps, the trip steps are the first one is block any negative information, start listening to positive information like you show <laughs> because it's wonderful. And the second step is really following your inner voice. And the third step is implement healthy mental habits. I call healthy mental habits because it is all in your mind. It's all in our minds. Um, these are steps were something that I, that I discovered uh, after a, a lot of tried and error because I really wanted to recognize that inner voice because I knew that if I listened to it, I could manifest so I could accomplish things better and faster. And those steps are in the book. 
and they are simple to follow and it's just a way for you to recognize that inner voice and manifest in a faster way. Isn't that interesting when you said the first step is really about blocking out the negativity. So mm-hmm. let's talk. And there was another thing that you said that I really loved. And that is that you can tell what the source is by how you feel. And there are so many people right now who feel stressed, who okay. feel overwhelmed, who feel fearful. And what you're suggesting is if that is the way you're feeling, that's a really good indicator that you are not listening to your inner voice. But if we want to experience peace, if we want to experience those good feelings, then this is how we can have those good feelings. And I think if that was the only income, a thing that we benefit we got from, from doing this, that would be enough. Because to feel at peace is, is beautiful. It, it is priceless. So I love, I love what this can do. That is fantastic. So now, forgive me, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around a little. You had a lot of good things to say. So now let's go back to that negative thoughts. So where, where do positive and negative thoughts come from? Can, can you help us? Cause some people say, well, my brain is full of negative thoughts. They just go around and around and around. In fact, if I hold still, it just fills up with negative thoughts. So some people don't want to hold still. So how, where do they come from? So I, I'm going to answer your question, but I wanted to point out to something you said about feeling in peace. And that is very important because when we feel in peace, when we feel positive and with a good attitude, we're going to attract the same. But if we are feeling under stress, under anxiety, we're going to attract more things to be uh, to feel anxiety, to feel stressed. And that is why it's so important. So usually people feel or think, and that was me because my the book is about my journey to where I am right now that I, I, I attracted or I, I am finally living a, a balanced life. And I thought that I didn't have any control of my thoughts. I thought that I was, you know, a result of the environment and culture or the, the, the environment that I grew up with. But it's not true because I, I was listening and reading negative information daily. And I didn't even notice that. I thought that that was normal because everybody did it. I remember when I was a child, my mom turn off the TV and she put news every day, all day long. Well, I grew up in Colombia when, when, when times were very negative. So imagine all the things, the negative things that I just heard every single day. So even though I wasn't, I wasn't aware that that was really putting in my mind negative information and fear and more fear and top of the fear. Well, I get, I do, I did the same when I got here to the States. So the first thing, if you really want to control your your thoughts and you really want to be in peace and have positive ideas, is to fill your mind with positive ideas. And that is reading and hearing positive information. So news, social media, 
I mean, social media could be great, right? Because that's how we met. And uh, but uh, you can filter out what is positive and what is negative. And the same with the the TV. Usually, news are not going to be positive because positive news don't sell. And people who complained, who are speaking negative information or ideas, are not the type of people that you want to be around because that is what you're going to be thinking all day long. So I, I basically, this is not something you can do overnight, to be honest, Linda, because all of these things that we do every day as part of our paradigms or our habits or our, how we grow up with our programming, people call it different ways. It's what we have in our mind. And some people do it without even thinking. They turn the TV without even thinking that they're doing that. They just do it automatically. And that is part of why I, I talk about the healthy mental habits, because when we start implementing new good habits, then all of these things, you're going to stop doing those negative things automatically also because you are doing positive things. So it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter where you're from. You can really start from, from a scratch. You can really change your mind and you can start thinking only positive ideas. And when we do, we start feeling better. And when we feel better, we're going to, we start attracting the better things for us. Isn't that wonderful? And as you're explaining different things, I'm thinking in my mind a couple of words that stood out to me. And one is normal. Just what is normal. This is normal. This is what I do. And another word you used was automatic and how we do things automatically. And so I love the idea of paying attention and becoming aware of what you think normal is and what you do automatically. And that becoming self-aware is so helpful because for a lot of people, that is normal. And like you said, the news is negative. And how normal is it to do what everyone else is doing? But isn't it interesting that we can choose and say, you know, this is not helping me be happy. This is not helping me feel like I'm safe. This is not helping me feel like I can succeed and do great things with my life. And so maybe it's time to take a look at these things. And I love that you brought up automatic. This is one of the things that is fascinating to me. I learned that our brains, that our um, 95% of brain activity is unconscious. And unconscious includes a lot of different things. Like I don't think about breathing. I don't think about swallowing. I don't think about things like that. But it also includes those, our habits and these things that we do automatically without even thinking about it. And so how wonderful it is that we can, we can change those. We can change what comes natural. Now, when we're thinking of positive things and negative things, it's really easy to go to negative because it seems to be a little bit stronger. Can you tell us a little bit about why? Why do we tend to just sort of gravitate to negative things when there's so many positive things we can look at because we're humans <laughs> you know it is interesting that you mentioned that because i had two children one is seven and the other one is four 
And, you know, they grow, they, they are growing up in this environment of having a mom focusing on positive ideas, positive information, you know, an author. And they still, even though I try to guide them like every, every day when, before going to sleep, I ask them, what are the three things you're grateful for today? And they are, uh, I don't know. And it's like a, so hard for them to focus on the negative and then they, and, and sorry, on the positive. And then they start looking at the negative things that happen during the day. And I say, I'm not asking for the negative things. I just asking for the things that you're grateful for. So I concluded that for humans, that's, that's the challenge. And that's part of what it makes us a great. And that is part of the growing, how we're going to grow spiritually because we had to fight those negative ideas or those negative information. And because of that, we had to really fill our minds and our environment with positive information as much as we can. You know, if it is necessary for you to block family members that they are complaining all the time, that they just don't have any positive thing to say, you know, just go and see them just for Thanksgiving or Christmas because you don't really, I mean, it's, if you are growing, some people need their space to, they probably need more time to grow. When you grow, when you, when they see you growing, talking differently, that you are attracting a, a more things to your life, probably prosperity, great health, they're going to see you and they're probably going to ask, what is Anna doing? I wanted to do the same thing. So I always think just give them a space and give them time. Don't try to change them, but don't go along with them. And the same with friends and the same with coworkers. Just limit the time and fool your, your, your life with positive information because you're right. There's going to be times when negativity is going to come. But when you are filling your life with positive information, and that's what I created, the healthy mental habits, because those are things that I do daily. So when... I do a morning ceremony, for example, every day in the morning and includes, you know, what are the things that I'm grateful for, some affirmations. I also do mirror work and it's just saying the affirmations, uh, looking at the mirror. So I do that every day. And if something happens during the day, because, you know, I'm driving or whatever happens to you today, well, I have the tools and I know how to respond to that instead of reacting and becoming crazy about things. I know how to manage that. So that is part of life. And that is why I decided, you know, I think the healthy mental habits are things that we, that, that if you, if we want to live in peace, um, have positive ideas, those are things that we need to do every day. I love it. It's, it's, it's not going to be possible. Right. And I love that it's just kind of small, simple things, but are done every day. And that's really what makes a change. It's kind of like exercising our muscles. We're kind of exercising our positivity and changing things around. And I love that you're working with your kids and helping to train them early to look for the good because it makes such a difference. And you've probably studied gratitude and what it can do for our minds. And it just excites me so much that it helps us to be happier. It helps us to be more successful. It helps with depression. It helps with stress. 
It helps with all of these different things. And I love that there's so much research behind it that says, wow, when we are grateful, this is what it does for us. It helps us to be able to act more than just reacting. It helps us to be able to improve the neuroplasticity of our brain so that we can heal and that we can learn and that we can be resilient. Because like you mentioned, bad things still happen even when you're trying to improve. And so it, it can help us to move forward. I have a friend who put, put it this way. He said, you know, whatever message we put out into the universe, the universe will respond. This is true. Here's some more evidence to support that. And I love that because if we put out gratitude and wow, I saw a beautiful sunrise today or I did this or something or look, I can breathe. I can walk. I have fresh water coming out of my tap. I just things like that. Then we look for those positive and then it seems like more positive comes in. And when we look for negative, it seems like the negative grows. And this is part of what you teach about that law of attraction, where what we send out tends to come back. So do you want to talk about how that has helped you in your life or how it can help other people? Sure. So all of this, like I said, started because I really want to change my life. So I I was working in corporate America and I was raising a family and also I was pursuing a career. I wanted to do it all. And I didn't have any family members who were helping me with my children. So because I was feeling guilty of, you know, living, dropping up at the daycare and going to the office and spending time with them, all of these conflicts and all of these emotions started growing in my in my body and I and I experienced stress and I experienced anxiety and my health started to change terrible headaches and all kinds of stuff but I knew because I had always loved uh, information and personal development that I needed to change my thinking I just didn't know how I just didn't understand how so I made the decision to start uh, working with a coach and start reading books on personal development and really be a good student, not just like I'm gonna read a book here and then stop for months. I was I became a really really good student and once you start really learning about this information, you want more. So I noticed that when I started learning about gratitude because I was very ungrateful, I I also I all all I just look the lack. I just focus on the lack when I have plenty. I have plenty, but I was just looking the thing that I didn't have. But I, when I changed that, just by doing that, and the way that I that I did that was looking into nature. Like, uh, you know, nature gives us a good example of abundance. Look at the grass, look at the trees and the flowers and the birds. And, and I say, wow, there's so much, like I have a backyard and it had a lot of weeds by, by the day. And I said, wow, the big, the weeds are there and I, and they grow and grow and grow and, and the grass and look at the leaves on the trees or the flowers, the different colors. And then when I started looking into the abundance of nature, I started seeing the abundance in my life. And then I noticed that my husband and I, we already have a net worth of being millionaires, but I didn't even know that because I was just focusing on working and working on getting more and more, but I didn't focus on what we already have. And when I started doing that, it is automatically. 
I started attracting better things to my life. My health changed completely. I feel, I feel great. I have a lot of energy. My husband started, he, he attracted a better job because he was not happy at his job. And now I'm doing what I love. I quit my job, but I decided to become a coach. And now I am an author and everything, everything that I desire or everything that when I, when I hear my inner voice saying, Hey, Anna, be an author. And I, and I, I just trusted everything showed up in my life, all the tools, the people, everything. It's been amazing. And what I suggest for, for women who, because we wear multiple hats, we do a lot of things and it's just in our nature to help others. But sometimes we forget about ourselves, even just by starting with being, just focusing on the things that we have right now, your life may change. Because when we don't, we stress and anxiety start growing in our bodies and, and you know, it becomes depression and, and it is not fun because women are the leaders of this society and we're raising children. We're taking our, our, we're taking care of our parents. So we have to be strong. And so my book, it goes for those women and not just for women, for men also who really want to, change their life and want to help others without feeling stressed out that they want to attract more to their lives. And, and when we are in peace, it's amazing how much you can help, how much you can help your family, others with ease. And it's just, it is just an amazing journey. I love that. So when we find peace in ourselves, then it helps us to be better able to help the people around us. And Anna, as you're describing your story, I think many people misunderstand that people are happy after they get their good health and they get their wealth and they get all these wonderful things that come into their lives. And then I will be happy. And then I will feel at peace. And then I will feel fulfilled. And then maybe I'll even have positive thoughts. And maybe I'll have something to be grateful for. And you just took that theory and turned it on its head and said, actually, I started where I was and changed the way that I noticed things, my gratitude by starting at nature and then realizing that there's beautiful things out there, an abundance, and recognizing what you had in your life. And then you said things changed for you, including your health. And I, I love that. I, I According to the CDC, over 90% of all of our illnesses are psychosomatic. They, they come from our stresses. Our stresses become manifest in our physical bodies. And so if we can calm down and find that inner peace, it also changes our physical health. And I think that's so important for people to recognize. So Anna, you're suggesting that this abundance, this beautiful life, this health, this happiness, this peace is available to anyone who is willing to learn and do and to make some of these little changes by doing a, a daily a morning, you didn't call it a routine, you called it a, what was the morning word? Morning ceremony. Ceremony. That's fancy. I've never heard it called that before. But I love that. 
And I really hope that people listen and recognize that there are so many witnesses saying, guys, this really works. It really works. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be miserable. There is another choice and it has a better outcome. So Anna, thank you for being one of those voices. Is there anything that you want to make sure that we cover today before we close? Yes. So I'm going to have a pre-launch event. It's going to be an online event before the book's ready for purchasing in January in Amazon. And I'm going to explain and expand on these ideas that we just talked today. It is uh, three days and I call it, I call it three days to learn how easily manifest prosperity and abundance. And I'm going to cover what is possible for you, your right to prosperity, habits to manifest daily, and how you can fit, you know, the healthy mental habits in your busy life. Because that is one of the things that people say, I'm just too busy to do another stuff. But I'm going to tell you, no, you're not. You can do this. And I will show you exactly how you can implement these things in your life. So you can go right now to www.itrustmyinnervoice.com, www.itrustmyinnervoice.com and register to the pre-launch event. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for visiting with me today. Thank you so much, Linda. That, That was lovely. That was. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. He said, everyone who wills can hear the inner voice. It is within everyone. Today, I invite you to listen to and learn to trust your inner voice. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. Please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. And if you'd like to heal your life from the inside out, there is a free video series at HopeForHealingFoundation.org. Just click on the free stuff tab. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed, A Journey Through Depression, and You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner. 